spectacular play turned in by Bellinger. A remarkable catch by Ball Mookie Betts. for Taylor who makes a diving catch. I even need to you got this right here. Drive all the left and deep and go! This, this is Morongo Casino Dodgers on deck. Your pregame look at the L.A. Dodgers as we take you to first pitch. Morongo Casino Dodgers on deck is presented by Chevrolet. By New Roads. UCLA Health. Keeping you on top of your game. Children's Hospital L.A. From cold to cancer. We got this. The second eye-popping play. Wow. WSS. For all your footwear needs. Proud partner of the Dodgers. Shakey's Pizza. Get more meal for your deal at Shakey's today. And by your SoCal Toyota dealers. We make it easy. Now your host for Morongo Casino Dodgers on deck. How do you not love him? Tim Cates. Hi, everybody, and welcome in to Morongo Casino Dodgers on deck. Hope you are well on this blistering hot Thursday afternoon. Your Los Angeles Dodgers, 90-39 and 39 on this season. Best record in baseball. First place atop the NL West. The Dodgers now wrap up their seven-game East Coast road trip with the, well, rubber game of this three-game set from Queens, New York. After taking three of four Miami from the Marlins, the Dodgers have split the first two games with the Mets. And today, Clayton Kershaw, fresh off the IL, he'll get the start for the Dodgers. First pitch from New York is coming up at 110. Between then and now, we got a lot to get to here on Morongo Casino. Dodgers on deck. We'll hear from Dodger manager Dave Roberts. David Vassay goes one-on-one with the Bulldog. Oral Hershiser will dive deeper in today's pitching matchup in 30 minutes. Your chance to win some season passes to Six Flags Magic Mountain. Kirsten Watson will check in from the field at City Field in Queens in just a few minutes. And in a couple minutes, we'll check in with Tim Neverett and Rick Monday out at the booth. Well, yesterday in New York, the Dodgers dropped a close one as the trumpet was out in full force. In New York, Tyler Anderson got the start for the Dodgers. A left-hander went toe-to-toe with Mets right-hander Jacob DeGrom. The pitching matchup lived up to the hype. So far, this series has lived up to the playoff-type series hype. Tyler Anderson went seven innings to give two runs on eight hits while striking out three along the way. Anderson cruised the first two and two-third innings. And so with two outs in the third, Brandon Nimmo with a single to left. Next batter, Starley Marte, a two-run home run to right center. The Mets took a two-to-nothing lead. Jacob DeGrom, that's what he needed was a 2 nothing lead because after that, he was really good. In fact, he didn't give up his first hit until the fifth inning. One-out single to Justin Turner. Dodgers couldn't do anything with that. Still down 2 to nothing in the sixth when they finally got on the board thanks to Mookie. DeGrom's next offer is swung on and drilled to left field and deep. This ball is back. It is gone. A home run for Mookie Betts, and the Dodgers are on the board. It is two to 2-1. Mookie Betts has tied his career high in home runs with 32, which he said in 2018 when he won the American League Most Valuable Player Award. Mookie Betts, for the second time in his career, has hit 32 home runs in a season. Another Mookie moment, his 32nd home run of the season. Dodgers cut the deficit in half down 2-1. to one. In the top of the seventh, the Dodgers were inches away from tying things up. Justin Turner crushed one to center. Look at the strikeouts for DeGrom. His season high is 12. Turner hits a line shot to center field. It is deep, and it is caught by Nimmo. Oh, my goodness. That ball was going to hit either the top of the wall or go out. And Nimmo robs Justin Turner. 
Should have been a home run. Brandon Nimmo with a great catch, went over the wall, brought it back. That would have tied the game at two. Instead, the Dodgers found themselves down two to one going to the top of the ninth. Diaz on in relief to close it out. Timmy Trumpet started playing. Narco Diaz got the Dodgers in order. Mets hang on and beat the Dodgers two to one with the loss. Dodgers now ninety and thirty nine on this season. Today the rubber game of this three game series in New York. Final game of the road trip. Clayton Kershaw gets the start, fresh off the IL. First pitch at one ten. And with more, we head out to Queens, New York, and say hello to Tim Neverett and Rick Monday, guys. Tim, thank you very much. Game three of this three-game set and game seven of the season series will get underway here shortly in New York between the Dodgers and the Mets. The Mets 83 and 48. The Dodgers 90 and 39 with a magic number of 14 to clinch the National League Western Division. Clayton Kershaw comes off the injured list today. Miguel Vargas added. So Bruce Dark Gratterall going on the injured list. So we've got some injury news uh, first, Rick, from this afternoon, is uh, Gratterall said that his elbow was barking in Miami when he was uh, pitching there, and then he threw yesterday here in New York, said it bothered him again, so the Dodgers have shut him down. He'll get an MRI tomorrow. And also joining him will be Tony Gonsolin. Initially, we were told he would not have to get an MRI, but his arm injury is not progressing well enough, so he will get an MRI along with Bruce Dark Gratterall tomorrow. And what we do not know is the extent, obviously, and the overall concern because it went, as you said, uh, we were told, nope, just a precaution, really nothing to be that concerned about as far as uh, the Gonsolin situation. And now they're talking about MRI. Something doesn't quite gel. That's uh, no question about that. And hopefully with Gratterall also, maybe just a couple of days uh, in be able to come back and uh, and feel much better but you know the clock is ticking by the way welcome to the month of september august was very good now for the dodgers not only continuing on and getting things done but i think also tim for dave roberts and really the coaching staff in the front office how do they really set up this ball club for postseason play who's going to get rest who's going to be playing and the majority of the guys who's going to be pulling the big wagon now for the rest of the way yep it's uh he wouldn't call it audition time. He was asked yesterday, is this the, the audition portion of the season? He said he would not call it that because he needs to keep guys ready, and that's the challenge for any manager. So today, Chris Taylor back in the lineup. They're trying to get him back on track uh, offensively. He has a ton of swings and misses, lots of strikeouts recently, but they're trying to get him back on track. The only way you can really do it is with game activity. Trace Thompson, uh, Dave says, has earned the playing time, so he's in center field. Cody Bellinger and uh, Joey Gallo both on the bench. Remember what uh, Dave Roberts said a couple of weeks ago, it's going to be down to uh, performance and really the numbers. It was Joey Gallo had the the start uh, the last couple of games and uh, really not being able to make contact himself. And he hit the, the nail right on the head as far as with Chris Taylor. He's going to have to start making contact on a much more rapid uh, basis. It's about 41% swing and miss at this particular time. And if he's not making contact, he's probably not going to be making the starting lineup soon. So the rosters expand today, 26 to 28. Miguel Vargas called up. Clayton Kershaw added. There'll have to be another roster move tomorrow when they add Blake Trinan. And hopefully, uh, Trinan can come in and kind of fill a gap in that bullpen. The bullpen's doing a, a, a phenomenal job. There's no ifs, ands, and buts about that. This is more of a situation of fine-tuning. The Dodgers begin 18 and a half out, as you mentioned earlier. The magic number is 14 to clinch it. I think by all uh, intents and purposes, you look at it and say, well, pretty much clinched right now. The other part, too, is on the sideline, 
The Dodgers against the Mets, they played six games. It's evenly matched, three against three. If it comes down to, is it going to be a season series and it going to make any difference in home field advantage? Well, is this a big game? It's always a big game when you get someone coming off the injury list. That's the case today with Clayton Kershaw. It is a game seven of sorts mm -hmm. between the Dodgers and the Mets. And will they have another game seven sometime in October? We'll wait and see. Well, you know Time the experts are going to be looking at it. So, oh, this is like game seven. Yeah. And the winner of this seventh game between these two clubs, you figure they're going to be the favorite. Well, this will be a good one here this afternoon in New York. Beautiful day for a ball game. Bright blue sky, slight breeze. And the Dodgers and Mets getting ready for it in New York. Tim? All right, thank you guys. We're off and running here on Morongo Casino. Dodgers on deck. Coming up, we'll hear from Dodger manager Dave Roberts. David Vasse goes one-on-one -on -one with Oral Hershiser. We'll break down this pitchy matchup with Clayton Kershaw back on the mound. We'll have your chance to play the Six Flags Most Thrilling Play of the Game Contest. But up next, we'll head out to the field. Kirsten Watson will check in. So he leads you up to first pitch on this Thursday afternoon. Dodgers and Mets from New York. Thanks for being with us. I'm Tim Cates, Los Angeles Dodgers. Audio Network. This, this is Morongo Casino Dodgers on deck. Dodgers on deck, y'all. On the official home of L.A. Dodgers baseball. It's the Dodgers and Mets final game of this three-game series. Final game of this road trip. Clayton Kershaw on the mound. First pitch from Queens, New York at 110. This is Kirsten's Corner with Kirsten Watson. Brought to you by Cars for Kids, your trusted charity for car donations. Also accepts donations of boats, RVs, motorcycles, and real estate. Call them today at 877-CARS-FOR-KIDS or online at carsforkids.org. That's cars with a K. Last night, Kirsten, an electric atmosphere there in Queens, and we had a trumpet in the ninth inning. Yeah, no, I mean... That game, it, it was incredible. The atmosphere, it's a pitching matchup. Seeing Jacob DeGrom, I mean, that was my first time personally seeing him on the mountain. It, it, he was as good as, as they all say. So, uh, obviously, the Mets, they got the better half, and we did see Edwin Diaz come out of the bullpen, which meant the trumpets were here. And they had uh, Timmy Trumpet. I think that's the correct name. Hopefully, I didn't mess that up. But he yep. was out here and did the whole live performance. And as much as I feel like I'm not supposed to like it, it was really cool. You know, he's got one of – he has to have the best, like, closer interest, entrance and, like, among active players right now. It was fantastic. And, obviously, Dave the day was kind of teasing that, like, we're going to hope to, like, keep him down. You know, we don't really want to see him get up and come out of the bullpen because that means that, that they're in a safe situation. Uh, but it was cool. The guys were all watching it back after the game, and they were kind of leaving. They were laughing. They were like, we're pretty sure he has it timed out so that he has, whenever he, like, comes out, he's, like, on the beat of the trumpet. So watch it back. Let me know what you think. But we are all convinced that he has, like, a whole kind of, like, maybe, like, not a dance routine, but the walkout routine with the song. Well, they could have so, their trumpet and all their ninth inning festivities. Yeah. We got Clayton Kirsch on the mound for the Dodgers today, Kirsten. <laughs> we sure do. He is back. He's feeling good. Dave Roberts said the plan for him is to either four or five innings. But what he really wants to see is just that the execution of his pitches and the command today. Obviously, he's been dealing with his lower back injury. And so they do believe that that is in the past. I think they've kind of pushed through and gone through that. So looking forward, they don't think that's going to be an issue. It's just now how do they – uh, continue to see the command, make sure it's in a good spot, and keep building him up. So, again, today, four to five innings, but hopefully the next one, it'll just continue to build off of that. Some injury news, Bruce Dargraderall again on the I.L.? Yeah, so it, really unfortunate today. So, he threw a bullpen yesterday, and David stayed away from him the last few days. He's been dealing with a little bit of soreness, but 
there were bullpen yesterday, today, he didn't bounce back like he wanted to. So ultimately, they decided to place him on the IL. And um, he is going to have an MRI tomorrow. He's also, Tony Gonson is actually going to join him in that MRI tomorrow because Tony, they were hoping he was going to pick up a ball while here in New York. But just not that he's, he's not getting worse. So I should be very clear with it. He's not getting worse. He's just not progressing like they were hoping he was going to. So he's going to have an MRI tomorrow as well. Um, but they still hope, they still believe that he's still on the timeline of hopefully just missing two starts and coming back when his IL stint ends. Um, but for Bruzar specifically, you know, Dave said he's, uh, he's not super concerned, but he is, uh, it's a mild concern because, you know, he just, you said it, he just came off the IL and then did have to go back on and considering the timeline, it's looking like middle of September is when hopefully he could be back, but we'll know more information tomorrow after he gets that MRI. Well, we'll keep our fingers crossed. Kirsten, thank you very much. We'll check in with you after the game. Still to come here on Morongo Casino, Dodgers on deck. We'll dive deeper into this pitching matchup. We'll check in with David Vasse. But up next, more on an injury report, and we'll hear from the Dodger manager, Dave Roberts. Dodgers and Mets wrap up this three-game series from New York. First pitcher 110. I'm Tim Cates. This Los Angeles Dodgers Audio Network. This is Morongo Casino, Dodgers on deck. On your home for L.A. Dodgers baseball. It's the Dodgers and Mets. Final game of this three-game series. Welcome back, Clayton Kershaw. The injured list gets to start. First pitch of 110. The L.A. Dodgers injury report. Brought to you by UCLA Health. The official medical partner of the Los Angeles Dodgers, Tony Gonsolin on the IL with the right forearm strain. You heard from Kirsten on that. He is coming back to get an MRI tomorrow, as is Bruce Dargratterall, who is placed on the IL today with soreness in his right arm. The Dodgers with five relievers on rehab assignments right now, all in Oklahoma City. Yancy Almonte, Blake Trinan, Tommy Canley, Victor Gonzalez, and Danny Duffy. More on Danny Duffy coming up with David Vasse, Walker Bueller, Daniel Hudson, both done for this season. Let's head back out to City Field in New York and check in with the Dodger skipper. Anything else for Dave? Dave, do you think... Other questions for Dave? Dave, can you just describe... Dave, can you talk about the pressure? In the dugout with Dave Roberts. I think with Clayton, um, you know, it seems like... I don't know how long it's been since he's been out, but I think for us it's just kind of obviously the command, the stuff, how it plays, um, see how he bounces back after an up-down after every inning, uh, and just kind of watch him as he progresses through the outing. So whether it's four innings, five innings, uh, I'm not sure yet. But, uh, you know, want to see how he throws, and then obviously most, most important is how he comes out of it. Big Mookie bets yesterday with that homer. He matched his career high, and that's, I mean, today is September 1st. How have you seen him not only just bounce back from last season, but really uh, add this power, not add, but have this power in his game this year? Uh, you know, I, I don't know. I don't think Mookie knows the answer. There's this crazy power surge. Um, I think it's just a byproduct of him just swinging at good pitches and putting it on the barrel and uh, the results is he's been hitting it out of the ballpark so he's he's on a tear right now playing really good baseball on all in all facets and uh you know hope we can keep riding it with Kershaw, how mindful do you have to be with kind of the back or do you think that's kind of floating behind them now I, I think we're out of it. I, I think we're good. I think we, we did a great job of kind of uh, slow playing it a little bit. Um, his arm has always been fine. Um, and I think the back, I think the way how we went about it, I think we're in good shape. So I think for us, just the only mindfulness is the buildup. And so not to just be too aggressive with that. 
given the history of this back, is there part of you that is just kind of holding your breath that it doesn't go again at some point over the final month here? I don't know. No, I don't think so. Um, I, I think that after getting the imaging and seeing that uh, nothing changed as far as that, it was just we're kind of chalking it up to a flare-up and uh, with the epidural that it took. And we just feel like that's going to be enough to get him through the season, uh, you know, strong and healthy. All right, there's Dave Roberts talking about the injuries that are starting to mount up, especially for this Dodgers bullpen. Down the dugout brought to you by Alignment Health. Get the freedom you deserve with Alignment Health Plan's AVA PPO plan. Visit alignmenthealthplan.com today. When we come back here on Morongo Casino Dodgers on Deck, we'll check in with David Vasse. As we're leading up to first pitch from Queens, New York, Dodgers and Mets. I'm Tim Cates. This is, Los- this is Morongo Casino Dodgers on Deck. Your home for the blue all season long. It's the Dodgers and Mets final game of this three game series in New York. Clayton Kershaw, Chris Bassett, the pitching matchup. First pitch at 110. Joining Tim Cates on Dodgers on Deck. I accept everybody for who they are. This is Dodger Insider. David Bassett. And David's brought to you by Ford now during the Ford Summer Supercharged Sales Event. Rev up your summer with great offers on select Ford vehicles. You not only bring the fun this summer, you'll supercharge it. Visit your local Southern California Ford dealer to learn more. The bullpen, loosen some arms day, but there's a uh, several guys ramping up in the minor leagues right now, including a Dodger who... We've been waiting to see for a long time now, Danny Duffy. The Dodgers got Danny Duffy last year, Tim, and they thought that maybe he could be a help last season, Mm -hmm. but instead he had to have surgery on his left flexor strain. But he's coming back slowly but surely and started to pitch in rehab games. Last week, Rancho Cucamonga, and then last night he pitched for Oklahoma City and retired the side in order by striking out all three batters he faced while only throwing 14 batters. And I caught up with Danny Duffy earlier earlier today and I asked him with everything that he has done in his career including being part of the Royals World Series team what's the motivation now to get back to try to be a small part of this Dodgers season you know what man I I, I appreciate you saying that I still I still got a long way to go you know I've um, I've been around for a while but I feel like there's still a lot more to get done in this game for me and you know I think uh, just the incentive um, really speaks for itself. I mean, the opportunity to play for the Dodgers, you know, kind of a second chance. Um, I was really, really bummed out when I didn't get the chance to last year. And, uh, you know, we exhausted every option. And we went until we couldn't. But, um, you know, I feel like I kind of got a new lease. And hopefully, uh, you know, somehow, some way I'll be able to help out. I don't even know what that looks like. But I think, uh, you know, even if it's, you know, if I could just, you know, save some of the bullpen arms down the stretch, I think that would be cool. But right now we're taking it one day at a time and you know, that's that's how I have to do it. I mean it's been it's been fourteen months since I was pitched in the major league game, so I'm really just one day at a time in it right now. I've noticed that you did pitch twice. You pitched once at Rancho Cucamonga, you started the game one inning. Last night, one inning for Oklahoma City. So is it going to grow from that or do you feel like down the stretch here, that's what the Dodgers are looking for, just an inning or two from Danny Duffy if you get that opportunity. You know, that's what I've been told, that uh, it's going to be, you know, one to one plus, maybe multiple sometimes. But, you know, it's still kind of early in our progression with regards to being active. Um, It was weird, man, because I had my surgery and then I was a free agent and then the strike happened. 
Um, we weren't going to go to physical therapy until maybe early January. And then when early January rolled around, we couldn't talk to anybody. So it's been kind of an obscure rehab from the surgery. But, um, you know, I feel like we're progressing a lot better than I thought we would be at this point. So, you know, I was dealing with, you know, some bounce back issues. I wasn't bouncing back the way I wanted to. And, you know, I'm still not quite bouncing back the way I want to. But the day that I pitch, you know, it's, it's not it's, it's not painful. So, you know, it's, it's, it's trending in the right direction. I feel strong when I'm out on the mound, you know, under the lights. That helps a lot, too. Um, adrenaline is a hell of a drug, man. So yeah, it's good. We're we're in a good spot, all things considered, and I feel like I can help. How you feeling today, Duffy? The day after pitching? <laughs> well, as I've gotten into my thirties, I'm more of a second day guy when it comes to soreness. <laughs> so we'll see. We'll see tomorrow. We'll see tomorrow. But today, I think I I feel a lot better today than I did at this point after my last outing. So it's it's good, man. You know, it's it's good stuff and. We got a group of really good guys here, a group of young guys who keep it light. And, uh, you know, they keep us old dudes young. And, um, you know, I, I think I think we're really, you know, I thank God, I really think we're trending in the right direction. All right, Tim, there he is, Danny Duffy. I know we've talked about him, but he's alive and he's trying to come <laughs> back. And when you look at the Dodgers' schedule starting tomorrow, the final 26 games are going to be played in 28 days, including a double header on the next homestand against the Diamondbacks. So guys like Danny Duffy, Andre Jackson, Ryan Pepio, all these guys are going to be used to ease the workload on the bullpen and the starting staff as they get into October. Yeah, they're going to need some help here down the stretch, especially with Bruce Dar Gratterall, Tony Gonsolin on the I.L. All right, Dave, we'll check back in with you in a couple of minutes. Dodger fans, I need three contestants because it's time for the Six Flags Most Thrilling Play of the Game Contest. 866-987-2570. You predict the inning and the player, the most thrilling play will happen. And if you're correct, you're going to win season passes to Six Flags Magic Mountain. 866-987-2570. It's the Dodgers and Mets from New York. I'm Tim Cates. This is Los Angeles Dodgers Audio Network. As we were saying, this is Morongo Casino Dodgers on deck on the official home of L.A. Dodgers baseball. Dodgers and Mets final game of this three game series. Clayton Kershaw is back making his first start since August 4th. Activated off the I.L. today. First pitch from New York coming up at 110. The thrilling play of the game is brought to you by Six Flags Magic Mountain, where Wonder Woman Flight of Courage, the tallest, longest single rail coaster in the world in the record 20th coaster, is now open. Rise above all else at the thrill capital of the world. All right, our three contestants are ready to go. First up is Alicia. Alicia, what is your guess? Um, Freddie Freeman in the sixth inning. Freddie Freeman in the fifth inning. All right, good luck to you, Alicia. Brett is our second contestant. Brett, welcome. What is your guess? Freddie Freeman in the fourth. Freddie Freeman in the fourth inning. All right, good luck to you, Brett. Our third and final contestant is Dan. Dan, welcome. What's your guess? Trace Thompson in sixth. Trace Thompson in the sixth inning. All right, good luck to you, Dan. Brett and Alicia are three contestants in the Six Flags Most Thrilling Play of the Game Contest. Remember, conquer the new Wonder Woman Flight of Courage, the tallest, longest single rail coaster in the world. Rise above all else, Six Flags Magic Mountain. With a month left in the season, the push for the postseason is on. The Dodgers' road to Blue October. 
The Dodgers with the best record in baseball, 90-39. and 39. They are the number one seed currently in the National League. The Mets have the second best record in the National League at 83-48. and 48. The St. Louis Cardinals have opened up a six-game lead over the Milwaukee Brewers in the NL Central as they go into the final month of the season. So those are your top three teams, Dodgers, Mets, and Cardinals. As for the three wild-card spots in the National League, the Atlanta Braves have a firm grasp on the top wild-card spot. The Phillies at 73-58 and 58, currently hold the second NL wild-card spot, while the Padres are starting to pull away. They've now got a three-game lead, make that a two-and-a-half game lead, three games in the loss column over the Brewers for the third and final wild-card spot. Remember, the top two teams receive a bye in the wild-card round, so right now the Dodgers and the Mets are those two teams. The Dodgers are driving towards a blue October, just like Californians are driving to beat COVID-19. Let's continue to stay healthy and strong. Get boosted. Visit myturn.ca.gov to find a booster near you. When we continue here on Dodgers on Deck, we'll check in with Rick Monday. So we're leading you up to first pitch from New York Dodgers and Mets. I'm Tim Cates, this is Los Angeles Dodgers Audio Network. This is Morongo Casino Dodgers on Deck. Dodgers on Deck, y'all. On the official home of LA Dodgers baseball. Dodgers and Mets wrap up this three-game series in New York. Clayton Kershaw on the mound today. Dodgers baseball is brought to you by Shakey's, home of the original pizza, chicken, and Mojo's, the triple play of flavor on game day. Feed the group for about 10 bucks a person only at Shakey's. Still to come, we'll get you the keys to the game. We'll hear from Oral Hershiser. Plus, we'll preview this pitching matchup. But first... And now, joined by David Massey, here's L.A. Dodgers broadcaster and World Series champion Dodger... Rick Monday. It's Kershaw Day in New York. Clayton Kershaw returns to the mound for the Dodgers, and we are joined right now from City Field with our very own Rick Monday. In some ways, Rick, it is exciting whenever Clayton takes the mound. Hey, happy September, by the way. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, right. The, the Dodgers get through. Yeah, the Dodgers got through August, the best record in baseball, and uh, they have the best record overall in baseball, 90 and 39. I, I think it gets everyone's attention, too. I mean, this series has, has drawn a lot of attention to begin with, David. We've talked about it before with Major League Scouts that are present. Uh, and then you start to look at the, uh, the the media mass that has been here. Is this a uh, maybe a sneak preview of what could be the National League Championship Series? And if so, which way do you go? Because the six games these two ball clubs have played against one another this year, each team's won three games so it's a three and three at this particular point and for the Dodgers uh, not too much of a difference in their lineup tonight with the uh, exception of obviously Clayton Kershaw and if we look at Kershaw here's the other part too the last time he came off the injured list he went four innings through 71 pitches uh, what is going to be the total in this ball game and uh, and there's really no reason to have to push him. I think this is going to be more of a situation of how he feels as he progresses through the game. Miguel Vargas is active for today's game, Rick, and it kind of reminds me of when the Dodgers called up Corey Seager for the first time in September, and he never looked back. Yeah, exactly. Uh, for Vargas, uh, the second trip that he's made at the big league level, um, Will Smith is going to do the catching today. He's a very interesting young player, and especially now we begin to look and see exactly what's going to be going on with the, with the various players. Who's going to get some playing time? And do we see now that six-man rotation with Kershaw getting healthy, and this is the final month of the regular season and trying to get ready for postseason, and how do you get guys, A, some playing time, and B, probably even at the, uh, the top of the list, 
Who's on the uh, the ball club now that is playing on an everyday basis? Trey Turner and uh, and we think of Freddie Freeman to begin with, but how much can Dave Roberts get them out of ball games a little early? I, I don't think that they want to miss the starting lineup in games. Those two players in particular, they want to play on all 162. But when can you remove them maybe from the games and kind of uh, reset the odometer? I'm glad you brought up Freddie Freeman, Rick. I know you're a big fan of his and have been from day one since he joined the Dodgers. I heard him talk about his hitting approach, and he said too many times this in these days, hitters are trying to get off their A swing every single time. And he said it all starts with his base swing. And if he's feeling really good, that's when he'll try to get his A swing off. I wish every hitter would take that approach. Well, yes, and I think in retrospect, a lot of us that maybe played years ago would say, you know, that's a very good point because here's the deal. You can be planning your A swing all the time. You don't get the A pitch very often either. Uh, you just don't get it. Um, as far as a hitter standpoint, you normally get the pitcher's A pitch, which is probably B, C, D, or maybe even E as far as the list of, of hitters on, on locations you like to have. You can't always go up there and look for a fastball right down the middle. Very seldom you're going to have it. And then if you look at reactions of hitters sometimes, you can tell they got their A pitch. They didn't quite have their A swing, and they foul it off, and you can tell they're already disgruntled because they're thinking, I'll not see another pitch like that the rest of the evening. Today's Dodger game plan is sponsored by California Community Colleges. Create your game plan for life with a college education. Enroll today at ICanGoToCollege.com. Rick, before I let you go, I can't let you go without asking a former center fielder his thoughts on Brandon Nimmo's game-saving catch last night in the seventh inning, preventing Justin Turner from tying the game up. Terrific catch. Absolutely terrific catch. Big series, obviously. Big, big spotlight on the biggest stage you're going to have here in the Big Apple. And the game was on the line, and there's no question about it. His reaction, I think, really kind of told the story. And then listening to some of his words after the game, he goes, look, the uh, greatest catch he's made in his entire life at any level, the importance was, was obviously there. The center of attention was obviously there as well. Um, the Dodgers denied their tying run, but he said also, before he left the locker room last night, he was going to have to key it down a little bit, tone it down, and start getting ready for today's game. Well, the Dodgers are hoping to put a cork in that trumpet so we don't hear Edwin Diaz come out to it today, Rick. Uh, I didn't know. Uh, you know what? That, that was a nice little moment, but you know what? The audio was pre-recorded. That was not played live. Oh, taking us behind uh -huh. the curtain, Rick. I love it. See? Uh-huh. Well, yeah, no that, trumpets today, the... Rick. I guarantee no, no, no trumpets. trumpets. No, it'll be a kazoo. <laughs> Thanks, Rick. We'll check in with you a little bit later. Hey, we'll see you tomorrow at the ballpark. I can't wait. Rick Monday and I reunited at Dodger Stadium tomorrow, but we got a game today, Tim. All right. Thank you, guys. Still to come here on Morongo Casino Dodgers on deck. We'll get you a preview of today's pitching matchup with Clayton Kershaw making his return. Tim and Rick will have the keys to the game. But up next, we go high and tight with the Bulldog, Oral Hershiser. It's the Dodgers and Mets final game of this three-game series. First pitch from New York's at 110. I'm Tim Cates' Los Angeles Dodgers Audio Network. This is Morongo Casino Dodgers on deck. On your home for L.A. Dodgers baseball. 
Looking to sell your junk car? Jose Mora here. Pick your party of Southern California's leading car buyer paying top dollar for your vehicle today. Call 800-962-CARS and let Pick Your Part hit a home run for you. Dodgers and Mets, Clayton Kershaw, fresh off the IL, his first start since August 4th in San Francisco. Chris Bassett, the veteran right-hander, will go for the Mets. First pitch of 110 still to come. Tim and Rick will get you the keys to the game. We'll also dive deeper into this pitching matchup in this series finale. But first, David Vassay. And now, what will likely be Vassay fielding insults from a Dodger player. It's an engagement of endearment. This is high and tight. The Dodgers and Mets are wrapping up this three-game series at City Field, and I never take it for granted when we are joined by a man that had the single greatest season of any pitcher in the modern era. That's right, 1988 Oral Hershiser. Nobody will ever forget it. Nobody will ever forget his Cy Young in 88. Nobody will ever forget his World Series MVP in 88. Nobody will ever forget his Sports Illustrated Man of the Year Award in 1988. And oh, by the way, also in his career, he won 204 games. He was a silver slugger as a pitcher. How many pitchers can say they won the ALCS MVP and the NLCS MVP in their careers? And that is our man, and we treasure him in this city, the one and only Oral Hershiser. Bulldog, thanks a lot for the time. Anytime, David. You're absolutely amazing, and I love your bulldog attitude. Have you went through your slide and your injury? You have been a hero to the whole city of L.A. Well, you've been a great example to me my entire life, so that means a lot coming from you. Uh, Just curious, when you look at this Dodger pitching staff, as we get into the deep part of September, the Dodgers are going to win the NL West, and it seems like they're prioritizing the workload of their pitching staff over any one single win. I, I think you're right. I think that's always been the you know, the modus operandi. I think that's the way they go about their business no matter what's happening because it is about short-term as far as winning, but once you have this many wins under your belt for the 2022 season, then you start looking at long-term. And long-term is the rest of this month, you know, and then going into October. And when you look at that in the context of the workload prior for pitchers and understanding while how you evaluate them on a daily basis, and I'm not talking about performance on the field as much as I'm talking about performance in the training room, in the weight room, in the cardio, all the different things, everything is so very individualized nowadays And there is a culture of taking care of the individual athlete compared to this is what pitchers do. This is what catchers do. This is what outfielders do. This is, I grew up in that culture. The culture today is very specific right down to the very individual of what he eats, how he works out, how much workload he's had. So it's a, it's a much better generation when it comes to planning out a daily workout and planning out the rest of the season. Oral, everybody automatically thinks about starting pitchers when you say workload management. But how much is this just as vital to the bullpen? Well, it's vital for everybody. And and the pitching staff this year has been the heartbeat of the team. Uh, the glamorous side of it has been those first four hitters or so. Uh, but the, the as far as the workload management and the injuries, where did they happen, where that was the pitching staff, and they still performed at a, a much higher level than everybody expected those resumes to, to pitch. So uh, this is a time when the Dodgers have to be specifically interested in the foundation of the team, which is 
the the pitching. You know, if you have bad hitting, it's a long night. If you have bad pitching, it's a long year. And so they are really looking into the bullpen workload. They're going to use some of the young arms like they already have during the year, and they'll use even more as they go through September to kind of fill in to make sure people are getting quality rest, not just rest, but quality rest that is leading them to being able to perform at their best of their ability uh, when it comes for the most crucial games. Oral, I read off part of your resume, but the one thing everybody appreciated about you as a pitcher was when you were on the mound, you were a pitcher, but when you released the ball, you were a fielder and you won a gold glove as a pitcher. And when you were hitting back when they used to hit, you won a silver slugger. You were a hitter. And when you got on the bases, you were a base runner. Clayton Kershaw makes his return from the injured list, and there's only one other pitcher that I can think of that comes close to what you were, and that's Kershaw. And obviously, Fernando was that type of guy, too. Yeah, um, I felt sorry for Kersh uh, when pitchers weren't hitting anymore because Gold Glove, Silver Slugger, and Cy Young, there's only three guys that have won that, I think, and it's Fernando, Grinky, and myself. And I wanted Kirsch to kind of join that fraternity. He's accomplished way more than I ever did in my career, and he has his whole mantle filled with things that are unbelievable, and I'm so glad they have a world championship and hopefully get another one this year. But that was the one thing I wanted to see Kirsch do is win a, a silver slugger. But he is a complete athlete. He's a grinder at the plate when he was allowed to hit. He was a pest to the pitcher. He did concentrate on his secondary leads in his running. He did hustle down the line when he hit a ground ball. He did field his position and still does very well. He was concerned and is concerned about the running game and his pickoff. So, yeah, he's a complete athlete that happens to be a pitcher. Oral, thanks a lot for the time. Always love catching up with you and can't wait to see you at Dodgers Stadium Friday. All right, buddy. See you later. There he is, the man, the bulldog, Oral Hershiser. We'll send it back to you, Tim. All right, thanks a lot, guys. Dodgers baseball is brought to you by Metro. Celebrating the real MVPs of Los Angeles are bus operators. Remember to thank your driver. All right, leading you up to first pitch, Dodgers and Mets on this hot Thursday afternoon. Up next, we'll dive deeper into this pitching matchup. I'm Tim Cates, Los Angeles Dodgers Audio Network. This is Morongo Casino Dodgers on deck. On your home for the blue all season long. It's the Dodgers and Mets rubber game of this three game series. Dodgers took three and four in Miami against the Marlins, then headed to New York. They split the first two games. Dodgers looking for the series win today. Head home to start a homestand tomorrow night. First pitch from City Field. The New York's coming up at 110. And now. Before the Dodgers hit the diamond, we look at the pitching matchup. Presented by your Southern California Toyota dealers, new vehicles like sleek new Camry is arriving daily at your Toyota dealer. To see all offers or find a dealer near you, visit toyota.com. They make it easy. Well, Clayton Kershaw makes it look easy. 7-3 with a 2.64 ERA. The 34-year-old left-hander activated from the injured list today. He has been there since August 4th when he went on the IL with the sore lower back. His last outing was that August 4th up in San Francisco against the Giants. Remember, he went the four innings, went out to start the fifth, and his warm-up pitches felt tightness in his lower back, felt sore. He's been on the IL ever since, making his 16th start today. 10-0 in 15 starts against the Mets with a 219 ERA. 
He has struck out 108, walked his 28. It's his first time pitching at City Field since September of 2019. Chris Bassett gets the start for the Mets, 33-year-old right-hander, 11 and 7 with a 3.34 ERA. His ninth season in the big leagues, first year with the Mets after spending most of his career with the A's, making his 25th start this year. He's made five starts in the month of August. He was 4-0 with a 162 ERA. Last time out, 7 and a third innings, four runs, eight hits, no decision against the Rockies. He has faced the Dodgers twice in his career, once this year, once last year, when the Mets played for the Dodgers at Dodgers Stadium on June 3rd. He allowed four runs, three earned on five hits over six innings. So it's Clayton Kershaw, Chris Bassett, Dodgers and Mets. We're 15 minutes away from first pitch. Keys to the game are next. I'm Tim Cates. It's Los Angeles Dodgers Audio Network. As we were saying, this is Morongo Casino Dodgers on Deck on the official home of L.A. Dodgers baseball. It's the Dodgers and Mets. Clayton Kershaw makes his return. First pitch at 110. Dodger fans, where you need the very best care for your child, go to Children's Hospital Los Angeles, ranked number one in California for pediatric care. To find the right doctor, go to chla.org. All right. Before first pitch, a final check-in from the booth with Tim and Rick, guys. Tim, thanks again. Clayton Kershaw activated today, 7-3 and three on the season. But when you talk about what he has done against the New York Mets in the regular season throughout the course of his lengthy career, he has owned them. He has started 15 times against the Mets in the regular season. He is 10-0. and 0. His lone loss to the Mets came in the division series in 2015 opposite Jacob DeGrom. I think today you put all the numbers aside. This is about how Clayton Kershaw feels in the first, second, third, fourth inning. Remember last time this year he came off the injured list. He went four innings. He made 71 pitches. Is there a pitch count? Is there a magic number as far as the innings? Or is this just basically a good tune-up for Kershaw? We'll find out. The Dodgers say they're going to keep an eye on him four or five innings. We will see how it all works out for Kershaw. Going against Chris Bassett, Bassett was defeated by the Dodgers at Dodger Stadium back in June. And uh, Bellinger and McKinstry hit home runs off of him. Well, Bellinger is not going to be starting. McKinstry is with another organization for Bassett where he has excelled. Runners in scoring position below a 200 batting average against. Key for Clayton Kershaw today, how that slider works against this Mets lineup. Mets Dodgers coming up from City Field in New York. All right, thank you guys. First pitch when we come back, Clayton Kershaw against the Mets, 10-0, 219 ERA at City Field, 4-0 with a 185 ERA. Looking to dominate the Mets even more. First pitch, Dodgers and Mets when we come back. I'm Tim Cates. This has been Morongo Casino. Dodgers on deck on the Los Angeles Dodgers Audio Network. Enjoy the game, everybody. I'm ready.